Hey, who do you think would win a fight? Well, what do you mean? Well, if you and I ever got into like a really serious fight, you know, and the punches started flying, who do you think would win? Well, I think that's pretty obvious. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. The bat is dead. Bury it. Fight back! You coward, fight back! You just started a war. God, I will not avail you. Flame of Udun! Never give up. Never surrender. We must fight. You've always run away from a fight. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so and you know it. What's up, Who Would Winners, and welcome to episode number 94 of the Who Would Win cast, the podcast that analyzes fictional fights between familiar faces. My name is Steve. To infinity and beyond, this is Chris. Tim Allen, it is an honor to have you joining our show today. Oh, thanks. I can't believe we actually got you. Yeah, well, it turns out uh, my show um, is not doing great. <laughs> What's that show called again? I can't Last remember. Man Standing. Last Man Standing. It's all right. It's a living. You know. But now you're assuming the identity of Chris. Oh yeah, for yeah. the remainder of this episode, I actually am Chris. I, that was just my really good uh, Tim Allen impression. That was that was spot on, spot on. Fooled you when you're looking at me. I literally thought I saw Tim Allen for a split second. That's how good it is. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, Chris, how are you? <laughs> that was, my... <laughs> was that your Santa Claus impression of him? No, that was my tool time. Oh, uh, I don't even. I can't even do it. No, I thought Santa right away. Anyway, sorry. What were you saying? How are you? Oh, I'm okay. I'm I'm good. <laughs> You seem like you're doing good. Yeah, I'm fine. Um, Chris, we went to Comic Con uh, since we, our we, last we episode. We went to uh, Wizard World. It, or it was like, yeah, Wizard Don't World. Don't violate any trademarks. That's there. true. Yeah, we went to it's, Wizard uh, World of Philadelphia. Yeah, Philadelphia Wizard World. About a week ago, which is like Comic Con of Philadelphia. It's like a knockoff Comic Con. You got some good comics. You've been, I, I bought a bunch of them? Deadpool comics. Yeah, you've been enjoying those runs. Very good. Yeah, he just had to kill a bunch of zombie presidents. I have to borrow that when you're done. Yeah, it's honestly like yeah. a little bit historical. Like as a history teacher, I think you'd appreciate it. Maybe I can as, work it into the curriculum. As somehow. someone who likes comics and history, yeah, it's I'm actually for that. pretty good. That's good. I'll definitely have to check that out. Um, I, I don't know if I ever told you this. Um, I got I gave my dad the Despecialized Edition. Oh, of the Star yeah. Wars trilogy. Uh, how'd it go? It was great. Did he like it? He loved it. It was like, and we popped it in like the Blu-ray just to watch like a little bit of it, and it was like flawless. That is a cool gift idea. Yeah, it was pretty cool. He seemed to enjoy it. Um, I got that at Comic-Con. That was like my only my only takeaway from Comic-Con. But uh, it was a good time. We sat in just one panel, right? Just one, yeah. Talking um, about... Um, they're talking about Endgame. Endgame and... The future of Marvel. Yeah, it was pretty good. I, th- I really enjoyed it. I thought they were good. I thought the panelists were good, yeah. The panelists were good, but the, the celebrities were not that great. I, I don't I, know I felt. If, if like the last year we went, they were really good. Because like... They had a lot of like Lord of the Rings people that are decently. They had like, like I mean, three of the four hobbits. Yeah, to get like and Elijah they had Wood Bean. and Sean um, Aston and Sean yeah. Bean. And then they had um, Mary, I think. I forget. Yeah, I forget. The one who's name. in Lost, I think he was there. I thought the one who wasn't in Lost was there. Oh, well, one of the two of them. I, I could be. I don't yeah. remember. Yeah. Uh, the big the big guy this year was like Ted Danson, but he was he wasn't there the day we were there. No, he's gonna be there on Sunday. We went yeah. Saturday. Yeah. I was also pretty excited because Carrie Elvis was there, and I'm a big Princess Bride fan. Their security though and was huge. He had like him. the most security, like most people you can see them sitting at their autograph table, and he was completely surrounded by um, like the dividers they put up around them. You couldn't even see him. Yeah, so, like there was no way you could have snapped a picture or anything of that. You did, didn't she snap a picture though of um, the one of the Baldwin brothers, Dan, a uh, friend or actually employee of the show. Yeah, uh, co- for other co-host Dan, uh, he asked me to take a picture of um, 
Adam Baldwin, I think. Yeah, it was one of the Baldwins. Like, for no reason, I think he just was like, oh, yeah, take a picture of Adam Baldwin for me. And I did. And the the kid from Terminator 2 who played John Connor was there. Oh, yeah. I hope he doesn't. Well, I mean, I hope he's not listening to the show. I have not either. I mean, you didn't look great if you're listening. (laughs) You (laughs) aged kind of like you did drugs, I guess. (laughs) Sorry. Which is exactly what happened. Yeah. He had no line. I didn't see anybody take their picture with him. Yeah. We saw the kid from Once Upon a Time. Uh, yeah, he looks a lot played, different. He he looks a lot different. But he didn't even look older. Like he looked, I agree. He just looked different. He just looked different. Like he didn't look like that person at all. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't even him. Who knows? <laughs> he was he was, was sitting under his banner. banner. Exactly. Um now, something interesting. There's another Comic Con gonna be at the Philadelphia Convention Center in August. And this is called the Keystone Comic Con. And I was looking at their guest list. It's actually a lot better than the one that we just went to. Oh, who? Who's, they're, so they're going to have Bonnie Wright, who played um, Ginny Weasley in Harry Potter. They're going to have Aaron Kellyman, who played Enfys Nest in the Solo movie. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, they're going to have both the Weasley twins. Aren't those, like, English actors, too? Are they, like, coming from England just to... They might be living in America now. I, guess, I, I don't yeah. know. They're going to have Jason David Frank. I don't know if you know him off the top of your head. The Green and White Ranger from the original Power Ranger oh, series. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's going to be there. And uh, Sylvester Stallone is going to be there. I'm telling you. He's probably promoting his new Prison Break movie. I think we... Is he doing that? Another one? Yeah, third one. Straight to DVD. Oh, great. Have you seen any of them? No. I haven't either, but they I look I no like the kind of movie I would you. like. Bad, that is. Yeah. <laughs> one of the, It'll be on an episode of How Did This Get Made eventually, I'm sure. Probably. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that... that that cast list right there. I mean, that's pretty good. It's way better than the one that we just went to. So, but yeah, I had a good time. I enjoyed it. Me too. So, Chris, I, we have a bunch of polls to go over because our last episode had seven, I believe, different oh. polls in it. All right, let's let's hit those. So, if you remember our previous episode, we talked about senior superlatives with graduation season coming around, and these are the standings from those polls. So, we had best smile, and it was a pirate versus. An alien. Mm-hmm. And a pirate one. Nice. 63 to 37%. As I thought. So. Aliens might not even have mouths. There you go. You, you, you won that one with your, with your picking of Kira Knightley because of her, her beautiful That's right. smile. That's right. Uh, next, we had uh, best class flirt. We had a mime. And we had a fainting goat. Oh, that's a, that's a close one. That's it. And it was 54 to 46, the mime. Eh, that's fair. Yeah. Mime could be. Mime's good. Yeah. Uh, then we had uh, Class Clown, the Grim Reaper, and First, a Samurai. Um, a samurai. Yep. yep. And that was 57 to 43, Grim Reaper. Man. Yep. You know, uh, I remember that fight. I definitely Oh, wait. Thought... Excuse me. I read that wrong. 85 to 15, oh, Grim Reaper. So oh, it, was so even it wasn't bigger. even close. No, it was not close. So, uh... Uh, a, a listener of the show, actually, my aunt, texted me after that and said, you know, you might be too old for this, but there was a samurai character from SNL. Uh, John Belushi played a samurai who would, like, basically... And I do... Rem- I I have seen it, and it's a shame I didn't remember it for this fight, because he basically played a samurai who was doing, like, a normal job. Okay. But so he'd be, like, working in a deli, but he, like, <laughs> spoke, like... What would now like, maybe be, like, like, considered, like, not the most politically correct Japanese. Right. And then he would have some misunderstanding with a customer and take out a samurai sword and go <laughs> crazy go at him. Yeah. So you could have done that instead. I know. He I wish have, I thought of that. That would have been great. Samurais can be funny. They can be. If they're out of place. 
an out of place samurai. That's what I was and missing. Pe- and people don't take offense. I was too busy of the... trying to think of a samurai doing samurai stuff. Right. I should have thought of a samurai doing non samurai school, school hijinks. <laughs> Just high school hijinks. Uh, then we had most likely to host a reality TV show. We had Iron Man uh, versus an ultimate fighting champion. And Iron Man won 57 to 43. Mm, I don't agree with that one, but sorry. I, you know. Then we had most likely to skip class. We had a raptor. This one was really funny. We had a raptor versus a gorilla. And it was 77 to 23, the raptor. I guess right. I guess because they could open doors. Uh, then we had uh, best hair. We had a bodybuilder versus a pet rock. And the bodybuilder won 54 to 46. Hmm. So pet rock put up a fight for that one. Did, yeah. And then last but not least, we had best couple. Katniss and a cat, and Mr. Rogers and Pikachu. And with 57% of the vote, Katniss and a cat won that one. That plays well to the Twitter so, vote, I think. Yeah, it does. It's hard. I mean, you got to listen to the episode, listen to the arguments, and see all those different things. I would much rather see Mr. Rogers and a Pikachu. Oh, I would love to personally. see that. That'd be, especially if it was voiced by Ryan Reynolds. That would be a great team up. I'd be totally down for that. Is uh, Mr. Rogers uh, still alive? No, he passed away in like 2004. Oh, that's right. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. But they are making a movie. Starring Tom Hanks. Won't you be my neighbor? Uh, I think it's just called Hello Neighbor. Oh, okay. Because there was a documentary called Won't You Be My Neighbor. Oh, okay. Yeah, I forget what it's called. Tom Hanks will probably do a good job at that. He's good in everything he does. All right. Last thing. Then we'll get started with today's episode. We have another review. Oh, really? Yes, we do. All right. But it's not a fictional review. It's a real review. And we're going to use that to give a fictional background for that person. I'm proud of you. So this comes for from a person whose name is One Star is a good rating for this. Uh-oh. That is their username. One Star is a good rating for this. The title of this review is Hope This Podcast One Day Takes Off. They say, title explains everything. Five stars. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> so One Star is a good rating for this. Thank you. Little contradictory in your in your username, but cool. hey, I hope we broke the mold. We were, maybe we were the first one that this person believed deserved uh, five stars. I like to think we are in the process of taking off. It's just I hope early so. on. It's just we're kind of still we're low taking in the our time. We're taking our time. Exactly. We're gonna we're gonna burst through. Engines are igniting. Exactly. Kind of. So so fictional review for this. I th- I think it's pretty clear. Uh, it's an astronaut. No, Buzz that's not what I was thinking. No, I wasn't thinking uh, that either. Buzz Aldrin. I was thinking that this is Captain Obvious from those uh, commercials. Why? Because it's pretty obvious that this podcast is going to take off one day. Oh, wow. That's pretty, like, self... Uh, I don't know the right word. I'm just really hoping. Yeah. Just okay. like this guy is. He hopes this podcast takes off one day. I'm there with him, too. So I'm going to say, Captain Obvious, I'm hoping with you. Thank you so much for that review. And I hope that we can look back on this in a couple months, a couple <laughs> years, and say... Tomorrow. Yeah, he was right. He was right. Tomorrow when uh, Drake starts listening to us. Oh, my God. That's right. He'll, he'll tweet us out, and it'll be, it'll be great. He'll it'll be, be like, great. giving up Fortnite, listening to this cool <laughs> podcast. Listening to this cool podcast. Forget about Fortnite. Is that how Drake talks? I don't know how Drake talks. Maybe that's how he tweets. Maybe. I, mean, I have no idea how He's he He's from talks. Canada. Maybe we should throw in some more Canadian stuff. Is Drake from Canada? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I have no idea. I don't uh, now you're making... No, yeah, he was, because he was at all the Toronto Raptors games, leading like the crowd and massaging oh, the he? coach. Oh, cool. You didn't see that? Nope. He like Remember, I totally forgot the game was oh, on. Oh yeah, you got some my bad coworker told me my coworker told me it was on Sunday, and it was really on like a Wednesday or Thursday or something. Yeah, well, that was only game six. You didn't see any of the other ones. 
I saw there's, a couple. There's one, just like there's one game passing. where um, Drake uh, went up to the coach and massaged his shoulders. During the game? During the game. Good and for like, him. Only Drake could do that. And the coach didn't care? Uh, <laughs> if he know. did, he didn't like make it He known. didn't want to make a scene, I mm-hmm. guess. Well, congratulations to the Toronto Raptors. They should be able to skip class now because they are the, the champions. <laughs> they earned it. Exactly. All right, Chris, ready to get started with today's episode? Uh, I think so. As ready as I can be. All right, let's do it. So please remember, if you have any ideas for any future matchups or scenarios, or if you just like to say hello, you can reach us through Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail. You can also subscribe and leave us a rating on iTunes or through our RSS feed on the Podbean. Chris, what are we talking about today? Oh, today we have a Toy Story-themed episode. That's right. It's Toy Story 4's opening weekend. It is. We I haven't, haven't seen it now. Have not, have not had a Plans chance. to? Definitely want to see it. But no not. concrete day and time. Just rewatched all three. Oh, well, how'd that go? Great. It, that's a really good rewatch because they're all good and they're short. Yeah, that's true. So that's like an hour and a half, pop it in, and they're not deep. I mean, they can be like emotionally draining, but they're fun and it was a good time. Well, what happened in Toy Story 2? That's my favorite one. That's actually my favorite Pixar movie. What was the... That is when uh, Woody accidentally gets kidnapped. Oh, that's right. That and then has he... some pretty dark themes. And then he finds out that he's like part of this like 1950s... Uh, yeah, Woody's Roundup. Woody's Roundup TV show. And then the toys go to like on like a rescue mission to find yeah. him. That was pretty cool. That's, that's a great good. one. It has Emperor Zerg in it. And that's when you find out about Zerg, yeah, who's Darth Vader's father. Or not Darth Vader's, <laughs> Buzz Lightyear's father. <laughs> and Freudian slip there. And then they have to like go to the airport... And that was like my first introduction. Like, what does the baggage claim behind the curtains look like? With oh, okay. all those like uh, conveyor belts and slides and everything like that. And I was curious, so I Googled it while we were watching it. Pretty accurate. I wasn't sure how accurate it was, and that's basically what it is. Good job, Pixar. So, I mean, I, I assumed they, they, they did their research or something, but you just see how <laughs> crazy it is. You're like, no way. It's that intense. Yeah, and actually, the, um, it's funny you say that because they do strive for accuracy, like in Monsters, Inc., like, the way the doors are on the conveyor belt, that's how door factories look, too. Really? Like, door factories that make doors look wow. just like that just also. Just, like, kind of, like, just hanging zipping around, around zipping around. The, the clothesline thing. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe the door factories are actually hiding the entry to the monster world. Oh, I think that part's fictional, but, like, everything else is real. Oh, cool. All right. I'm, I'm fine with that. I'll take that. At least that's what the door companies want you to think. They're, they're hiding something. They're <laughs> hiding something. So in honor of Toy Story 4's opening weekend, uh, this was actually suggested from one of our unpaid interns, uh, Allie. Uh, she suggested that we pick two toys. Is that how you refer to your wife usually? As Allie? No, as unpaid intern. Well, that's how you refer to your wife on this show. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> we have a lot of unpaid interns. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she suggested that we take two toys that have never been in a Toy Story film, as far as we know, and pitch which one would win like andy's heart like which one would be like the coolest for andy to wait i didn't know that was the goal i thought it was just the best to be in the movie oh because i picked a bad guy well it doesn't have to be a bad guy okay like i mean you can like just change this whole backstory real quick yeah exactly give me one second all right i'm done got it perfect so it could also be like um uh well well so which one does andy like the most like how will he fit his story his toys. Andy's story. growing up. He doesn't even use toys anymore. Well, no, we're, we're we're using it back then. Toy Story one, Andy. We'll say younger Andy. Younger. We'll say oh, younger. Like Pre Toy Story one. Like, this is in the prequel. No, 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 no. Like like <laughs> like Toy Story prequel confirmed. There we go. Exactly. Like younger Andy when he has all of his toys. Like like the big hits. Like yeah. All, like when he has Buzz and everything. So it's not a prequel. Oh, because prequel a... he wouldn't he wouldn't have Buzz. Okay. Okay. 
All right. And then and then we could also like we, we could also complicating this. I th- I think so. Yeah. And then we could also have our two toys fight each other. Yeah, we have to. I mean, to, we have right? to. I mean, that's the title of the show. Yeah, for God's yeah. Sake, so we're gonna have to do that too. Can, oh, well, okay. We'll see how that goes. I'm curious to see how your toy fights. Oh, my toy. All right, that's fine. Uh, do you want to go first? Want me to go first? I'll, I'll go first because, okay. like, uh, I'll probably do a really bad job. So I just learned something. What's so that? first of all, I picked Starscream, the Transformer. Yeah, there's no Transformers in Toy Story, as far as we can tell. Right, unless there have been like a background thing, and we haven't seen Toy Story four. So right? I don't yeah. Know. Who knows? Yeah, we don't know. But, yeah, I don't think there are any Transformers. So, Transformers are Marvel Comics. Did you know that? No. His first appearance is Transformers number 1 by Marvel Comics. I didn't even know Transformers started out as a comic. I assumed it started out as a cartoon. Uh, I'm not surprised well, there I thought are it comics. was a toys. I thought it was a toys first. That's I, what I always thought. I kind of thought the show made the toys popular. Like, they used to just make TV shows to sell toys. Yeah, that's true. But so anyway, anyway, yeah. Starscream is a pretty cool Transformer because he turns into a jet. And that's pretty cool. He used to be like the only Transformer that turned into a jet before like the Transformers movies decided that Megatron turned into a jet. Which he never did. Yeah, do you know what Megatron used to turn into? Wasn't it a gun? Yeah, he just turned into a big gun. Yeah, exactly. And that would have not... I mean, I mean it would have been problematic for the movies. He turned into like an alien jet in the movies. Yeah. Like it wasn't like a normal... Right, like, like F-22 Starscream or looks like, like a fighter jet. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they also made, notoriously made Starscream look really silly in the movies, like, kind of weird. I think all the robots and Transformers <laughs> in those movies looked really weird. So anyway, uh, Starscream is a uh, Decepticon, which means that in the Transformers world, he's a bad guy. Autobots are the good guys, Decepticons are the bad guys, so... Well, I don't think that Andy would have a pro... Excuse me, I don't think Andy would have a problem with that, because... When he's playing with his toys, he always has an antagonist. That's true. In some way. And here's the thing. There's no way. There's no reason that, that you couldn't have a Toy Story arc of like a toy that's bad becoming good. Toy Story 5. I can, I can tell it already. There, thank you. That, that's what they should do. If that didn't happen in 4, they should do that in 5. So uh, Starscream is actually a high-ranking Decepticon. He's like the number two in command of Megatron. Uh, kind of like in some storylines, he was like a potential like overthrower to Megatron, mm-hmm. you know? Kind of like lurking in the shadows type guy. Yeah. Um, usually gets beat by the Autobots, though, just because that's the way things go. It's usually what always happens, yeah. So in his original appearance, he transformed into the McDonnell Douglas F-15 Eagle. And then always some version of a fighter jet, though. And when he'd, have, he'd have a ton of weapons like a fighter jet would. I might save them for when we fight each other. So, so here's my pitch. Actually, you want me to hold off on my Toy Story pitch and you can talk about your toy? Yeah, we could do that. Okay. Okay. All right, so I am going to pick uh, the Mutant Marauder, which is from the 1997 live-action Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles show entitled Ninja Turtles Next Mutation. And this, I actually had this, too. It's in my parents' attic. I should probably get it out. It's pretty cool. It is basically like a Jeep. Mm Mm-hmm. And it is colored green with like More turtle like, shell. Like a military, like Humvee looking. Yeah, jet. like a Humvee. Uh, that, that's a way better description. It's a Humvee. And on the front of it, where you'd have like the engine sticking out, is a shooter that launches toy pizza. Oh, is that what that is? I thought that was just the engine sticking nope, out. No, it launches toy pizzas. Many, many, many little tiny disc size uh, toy pizzas. Mm-hmm. And then on top of it, it has a launcher, like a cannon shooter mm-hmm. that can that can shoot things. Then on... So what did it shoot in the live action show? Oh, I have no idea. 
Okay. Yeah. I don't. I remember the show, but I don't remember that being in the show. I'm not sure if it was or not. It might have just been something that they made for the toys. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, on the side of the car, on it's hard to see like in the picture, but it had two like bow staffs that came out on the right and left side underneath the car. So what you could do is you could hit the steering wheel, and the two bow staffs would kind of like fling out. And if there was any, like, enemies standing next to the truck or, like, toys, it could knock them down, which was hmm. pretty cool. Then on the back, it had a ramp that you could use to go up the ramp and go into the trunk area of the Humvee. Then it also had, a like, a wind-up grappling hook that you could also take out. And Is that what the top thing shoots in the toy? No, that's something, that's something separate. Oh, my god. That's gosh. just, like, a shooting part. I'm telling you, this thing did everything. This thing did everything. So, as a toy, it's very versatile. It can do a whole bunch of different things. And I think that's what would be really good for Andy when it comes to playing with it. Because it can do all these different... It can attack. It has all these different functions. You can also, like, stuff it with action figures also. So, I mean, he might put so that would like, Woody be cool. in there or something. Do you mind if I yeah, go transition, right ahead. if yeah. I work off that idea? Yeah, sure. So, here's uh, a possible criticism I'll get your thoughts on. So... <laughs> Uh, as his own character, it's just a, it's just a jeep. Okay, you know he doesn't seem to have his own personality. Like I don't think that's necessarily true. Because think of RC in the first Toy Story. He was so just a remote control car. That? He's just a remote control car, but oh, he man. had his own personality. I don't see that in this car, but maybe I'm thinking more like the Barbie uh, dream car that just drives him around to the toy store. Well, they no, they drove that. Right. That's yeah. what this would be. That's what I'm saying. Oh, so you don't think this would have any personality well, I, whatsoever? I just, I just have like RC, like kind of had like a face-looking thing. Okay, I see what you're saying. I mean, that's you know, sorry, we gotta argue. No, so that's, bad. that's 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 the part something of, so bad. I'm sorry, Chris. It's the part of the show. It's okay. <laughs> no, but 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 think of it this way: like he could, Andy could use it for so many different things. He could use it for rescue missions. He could use it for when they're battling um, Doctor Evil, Doctor Porkchop. Andy loves pizza, goes to Pizza Planet. He does. Shoots out pizzas. You can you can put, you know, Woody in there or you could put Wheezy in there and they could be driving around. Like think of like Buzz. Buzz does all these cool different things. That's what Andy wants. He wants a toy that can do so many different things. Okay. I mean, you know, it's it's a you you raise some good arguments. That's that's what I'm hoping all right, to so do. So here's here. here's my Starscream pitch. So right. first of all, uh, according to IGN, top 25 Transformers, Starscream, okay. number two. Do you think that Andy's mom would let him get Starscream? That seems like a little dark. Why? He just turns into a fighter jet? You don't think because of, of the missiles or something? Be I wouldn't say missiles because mine has missiles. So that would go against my argument. Um, maybe because he's like the like a bad guy. Uh, you were just saying that Andy could have bad guy toys because it doesn't matter. He can... But I'm I'm saying that he could use them in bad guy ways, but I don't know if his mom would let him get that. Like uh, like Ham is just a piggy bank that he just turns into a bad guy. So I'm just curious if his mom would even let him. Here's get what he it could tell his mom: place. he could be like, "Mom, uh, Starscream was originally a scientist and an explorer who worked in Cybertron, and that just sounds like an educational. That toy. sounds super educational. But he'd basically be tricking his mom because then when the Autobot versus Decepticon war started, uh. <laughs> Starscream's friend disappeared, and then he uh, kind of became evil. But then you find out that Andy's mom is a huge Transformers fan, and then she starts like 
going against everything he's saying and being like, yeah, well, after the Cybertron war ended, he became Megatron's number two, and he's a bad guy, Andy. Therefore, I'm not going to buy you this toy. Why don't you think he would be allowed to have bad guy toys? Because he doesn't have any bad guy toys. Uh, he has army men. Chris, what are you, what are you <laughs> implying here? <laughs> Some of them might be bad. I don't know what country they fought for. I thought it was pretty clear that like they were like World War II era, like voiced. Yeah, you're right. Uh, what else does he have? Um, I can't think of any evil toys. But like, he doesn't have to be evil. That's what I'm saying. That's what he's. That's what the episode would be about: a bad guy toy becoming good, realizing the power of friendship, something like that. It sounds. I'm telling you, like 2030. That's when the next Toy Story is going to come out, and that's going to be the plot of it. It's going to be a toy that was made to be a villain, and they have to see the the good part of of life. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have anything else for for Starscream. How do you think Andy would use Starscream as a toy? Like, what well, would, what would a, make a him tra- reach for Starscream instead of the mutant so Marauder? A, a transforming toy would is just naturally cool. Like, he can be a robot and he can be an airplane. So you can make him fly around and then turn into a robot and be like, "I will get you. I am a robot." I don't know how he talks. So, so Andy would use him as a villain. Uh, I don't want to like label him, label him like right. that. Like, uh, he'd be like going to that Wreck-It Ralph support group where they're like, "Just because I am bad guy, right, does not mean, mean I'm, I'm I a am bad guy, bad guy, right, exactly." But um, yeah, probably at first he'd go off of his prejudices, mm-hmm. as would the other toys. He'd be like, "We can't trust him. He's a bad guy." But then they, you know, he'd have to win them over. Now, would Starscream know that he's a toy? Or would he think that he's actually, like, um, from Cybertron? Kind of like a Buzz mentality? Like, would he try to fly? Ooh, I don't know. Because, like, he might, like, try to jump out the window and he try might. to fly. He might try that. He might fall with style. Totally possible. Like, we've seen that happen before. He probably wouldn't, though. But No, he'd he would fall. just fall right down. Um, exactly. Yeah, he'd learn pretty quickly that he can't fly. I don't really know the rules of why some toys, why Buzz thought he was real and the other toys didn't. Does every toy think they're real at first until other toys tell them they're not? I feel like the fourth one goes into this a little bit. Just from what I've seen from the, with the, the, fork guy? the commercial with the fork guy. Yeah. I uh, I don't know. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't think it matters to my argument if he thinks he's a toy or not. You know, he's... he's uh, clearly like, when Andy comes around, he's not going to move. Even Buzz knew that not didn't do that. That's true. Which is interesting because Buzz didn't think he was a toy. He yeah. thought he was a space ranger. So if he thought he was a space ranger... Yeah, kind of a continuity error. Yeah, exactly. He would have he would have spoke to Andy yeah. and been like, which would have been the coolest thing in the world. That would have been cool. Yeah. Got a what, space ranger here. What did he talk to Sid? He did talk to Sid. I think that's the only time he in the movies. His life. I think that's the only time in the movies that a toy spoke that's to. That's the only one I know. Actually, Sid. Well, also in the first one, um, Woody, since I just rewatched him, Woody was trying to get Sid's sister out of her room. So he goes, oh, Hannah. Oh, Hannah. Oh, and she yeah. thinks that it's her mom, and he she, like, runs out. Yeah, so actually, Sid, had, I was going to say he Woody ruined his life by making him go crazy, but he got a job as, like, a, a garbage trash, man. And that's actually a pretty good job. Like, yeah. Like, union job benefits. Yeah. He looked like he was having a good time. <laughs> you know, he was enjoying it. Except he, he was he, wearing the same shirt. I was going to say, he's still wearing the same shirt. Yeah. So uh, he either did not grow, <laughs> or he just... Bought a new shirt because he loves it so much. He just keeps buying that shirt over and over. It's like Superman. He just has a whole closet full of them. <laughs> Wait a minute. 
What do you, what does Superman have a whole closet full of? His Superman suits. His Superman suits? That's what I'm assuming. Where, how does he get them? Does he make them himself? Oh, I have no idea. I never knew how that works. In the uh, Henry Cavill version, he just got he just, it from he just when found he found it. his parents' spaceship. Yeah. Or he found a spaceship. I don't it, know if it was yeah, his. I don't know. I forget that. It movie. had like recordings of his father. Of his dad, yeah. But I don't know if it was. Well, I think the recordings of his dad were in the codex. Yeah. That was You're, with him. Yeah, and he had that. You're and right, he like. Right. So he, this like, was just a ship. Yeah, and he knew to like plug it in to the ship. Yeah. And it just had the suit there. I think. That movie's not that bad, but the more I, I think about it. I don't mind it. it. Yeah. It's probably I never... one of the better ones of the, of the DCEU. <laughs> Well, I think that Andy would more likely reach for the mutant marauder because it's more versatile. He can include his toys. Mine can transform. What do you mean versatile? Like, I mean, he can do it. Could, like, all right. So he can transform. Robot and jet. He can do two things. He but can like, be a vehicle and a robot. But like the, the mutant marauder, he can incorporate into his different stories, pun intended, that mm-hmm. he's that he's telling. If he needs a car. Yeah. But he can. It could be used as like a rest for like a rescue mission, like I said, or it could be used to attack. So kind of jet. <laughs> it can be used to attack, just like a jet. Yeah, I mean, basically, mine has everything yours has, plus can turn into a robot and can fly. Well, right. Yeah. I mean, but he can't really fly. But like, I also forgot to mention when you open up the lid to put in your action figures, it has like a whole like turtle like computer system <laughs> like on top of. The, oh, you didn't say that. Lid. It has an advanced yeah. computer system. There you go. That's that could the, that could be key to the plot. That's the win right there. That's what I'm saying. He can use it for so many different things. Because I remember when I was a kid, I used I used that, and I played with my Ninja Turtles and my Mummy's Alive toys, and I played with them all together. Mummy's Alive. Have I never told you about Mummy's Alive? No. Oh my god. All right. Is real, it a Mummy? Real quick tangent. So there was a show. It was on like, oh god, I don't even know what the channel was. It, it's not around anymore. Like one of those like Warner Brothers channels. It was like Animaniacs was on the same channel. All right. I don't know what it was what it was called. So there was a show, it was, it was called Mummies Alive, and it was about these these mummies that came alive. Oh, okay. Makes sense, right? It's in the title. Yeah. In um Unless, we're, we're in, already world in San Francisco. And they are protecting the reincarnation of their Egyptian king. Oh. That is in this like twelve year old boy. So that's like Night at the Museum, basically. They based Night at the Museum yeah, off pretty that. Much. Well, no, not the museum based their plot off of Mummy's Life. That's what I said. Oh, okay. I thought you meant. I hope said that's what I said. So, but the cool part was, and this is my favorite part of the of the episode, was the the mummies had these amulets, and they would say, "With the strength of Ra," and then they would like transform. Not really transform, but like kind of like Power Rangers. Like they would get like a suit over top of them, and then they would fight um, the evil Scarab and his um, like clay stone monsters. That sounds a lot like Power. It Rangers. only lasted, I think, for like two seasons. That sounds great. Who'd you, great have? Who'd you have? Who'd you have the? The mummy alive people? I had the mummies alive toys. Yeah. So were how many were there of the good guy mummies? So there were four, three guys and a girl, and they never made the girl into a toy in America. Oh boy, you know a lot about this. Because I looked up later in life because, you know, I'm an adult. Because I always wanted the girl toy, but they sold it in other countries. And you can go online and buy it, but it's really expensive because it was oh, really rare. Man. But I had the three guys and then I had the bad guy, Scarab, and one of his like like uh, minions, like his like soldiers. If you have not checked it out, go see it. Go on YouTube. You can watch episodes. It's great. When you played with them, were you like, man, if only they had a car, I could put them in. I had a car. There was, Wait, there, there was a Mummy's Alive There was a car? Mummy's Alive car, there was a Mummy's Alive plane, and there was a Mummy's Alive motorcycle. And I would incorporate all of them with my Ninja Turtles. So there you go. That's another show that was just made to sell toys. 
it did a great job <laughs> for you for me i loved it it was it was awesome i remember i went to kb toys remember kb toys i remember KB went to toys. kb toys at the shore mall when it was still open rest in peace and i bought a mommy's live action figure with my own money and i was so excited i was so proud of myself so i'd like to see them someday i'll that show you it's pretty cool they're my parents attic too i'll probably have to take them to my house sometime <laughs> soon because i'll probably want want to get rid of them all right so we, we pitched why they would be good for andy and why andy would like them and the, and the listeners will have to decide which they think would really best fit andy's storytelling needs with all of his other toys those different types of things so now let's go toe to toe all right which, getting... which toy which toy would win if they were alive and could and could uh fight i'm gonna beat you so bad why all right wait so this is what we need to establish <laughs> can he fly on his own as a toy because uh, if you can't fly, then that takes away half of what your person does. Well, I guess oh, this is tough. Yeah. I mean, are they real? Are they actually toys? Are they they're Yeah, they have to be toys. They're toys. I mean, if we're saying they're, they're toys, they're toys. They're toys. They're toys. I'm yeah. gonna, I'm, I would argue that he could not fly. He can't fly. He can't fly. Toys can't fly. No. Unless you put a rocket on it. So you're Sid. Or I'm the ending of Toy Story 1 where they... Where Sid, Sid puts a oh, rocket oh, on oh, but like, <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. But like that, Sid didn't end up getting to light it. Buzz did because they they like did it on purpose. Anyway, Woody, all right, Woody, Woody lit it. Sorry, thanks. Yeah. Um, with Buzz's head, I mean, it was like that's true. All right, it was a joint. Uh, it's debatable. Okay, anyway, um, you want here's why I'm going to beat you. You want to know what Starscream's motto is? Go ahead. Conquest is made of the ashes of one's enemies. Oh my god, is that, that is that is. is that what he says when they push his button? <laughs> Uh, I don't know, but he, Andy's yeah. mom is not going to be for this at all. He has a toy that says there's a snake in my boot. He has another toy that says there's That's a dangerous. secret mission in Uncharted Space. And then he has a toy that says conquest is made of the ashes of one's enemies. Really that's, family that's, friendly. That's, that's equivalent. A snake in your boot is dangerous. You could, you don't want to promote kids playing with snakes in their boots. They could get bit by a snake. I don't think it's with kids playing with snakes in their boots. Yeah, the they're snake like, just slithered oh, into Woody, his boot. Woody has a snake in his boot. I want a snake in my boot, too. Okay, how about reach for the sky? That's what you say when you point a gun at someone. <laughs> Not necessarily. <laughs> These toys are all problematic. All right, you bring up some good points. Right, there. Here, here are some of his alternate modes because they've changed over the years. So like I said, at first he was a F fifteen. He's also been a a cyber Cybertronian fighter jet resembling a Sukio Su thirty five looks pretty cool anywho uh an f-22 raptor a little more of a modern fighter jet uh a cybertronian space jet and an f-16 fighting falcon very recognizable the f-16 so all of them uh pretty serious aircraft uh for example the f-15 can reach top speed of mach 2.8 uh fly yeah but not the toy (laughs) (laughs) you're Um, saying all these cool things about the jet that it's based on launchers can deliver cluster bombs capable of leveling leveling a ten thousand square feet area but the toy cannot do that he also had a uh a a signature null ray which for brief periods disrupts the flow of electricity in any circuitry it contacts this action temporarily renders inoperable any electronic device or machine, including transformers. But the toy can't. So do here's the that. thing, then. So we're just going to be like two little toys shooting our plastic things at each other, and they'll be like bing, bing, and then yeah, that's like basically the whole plot of like all the Toy Stories. <laughs> how can these guys even fight? What what determines how strong a piece of plastic toy is? What's like determines how, their power level? How new is it? How new is it? Yeah, like, like when was it made? 
When was it made? Well, I would say like you know, if you had a toy from today, plastic going against a toy from like the nineteen sixties, plastic. How you think the power levels work in Toy Story? It seems to just be based on extent. size in Toy Story. Like the bigger the toy is, the stronger it is. You think so? Yeah, because like, well, I'm thinking of in, um, I think Toy Story three. What's the one where they were trying to escape the the uh, the, the, the preschool? The preschool. Is that Toy Story three? Toy Story three. Yeah. Like like all the big muscle ones that would like pick up and carry other toys were just bigger toys. Yeah, I guess that is true. Like Big Baby. He was just bigger. He was big. So, I mean, <laughs> what would cause more damage to a toy? Your car can run into me. He could run into you. He can shoot pizzas at you. Yeah, but they're just little plastic things. I can shoot little plastic things at you, too. That's true. So, I can run into you. I can uh, I can hit you with my my little bow staffs that come out the side. Oh, they are pretty cool. So, if you're, so I could do this. So, the whole point of... Those little to- those little bow staff things was if you had a toy standing next excuse me standing next to the mutant marauder you could hit the button and they would come out and like knock them off their feet and they would fall down so if you were standing next to me and like you were like trying to give me a ticket or something like a police officer you know like you're standing right there I'm, be, I'm just saying like if you're standing if you're standing right there like a police officer giving a ticket <laughs> I could pull down the steering wheel and then boom, and then it could knock you off your feet and then I could like drive over your your corpse yeah uh that could work you know uh taking away all of my actual abilities makes me not that good at fighting i'm just a plastic robot toy yeah i mean you can i guess to quote chris uh, what you could transform what are your tires made of do you have real rubber or are they fully plastic? oh no they were fully plastic yeah they Dang. weren't rubber because i have a pointy nose i could potentially poke your tires oh, that's with. a good idea there were no tubes though right so if they're just plastic I'm yeah not... exactly you can't do anything there I can also use my, my tow cable and just, like, wrap it around you and just tow you around. Just, like, driving around yeah. and you're just Unless I can behind. Uh, kind of counterattack and wrap your tow cable around one of your wheels so it doesn't turn right. Possibly could do that as well. I think if Andy walked in and saw this happening, A, he'd be terrified. He'd be super confused. <laughs> B, but he'd also be very excited and curious. This actually sounds fun to me. He'd be like, like I wish we could actually act this out. This would be great. Cause I Do you think you can order trouble. a Starscream toy, and I'll go get my Ninja Turtle Yeah, but truck? it'd probably be the one based on the Michael Bay movies, and that Starscream looks silly. Yeah, and he probably says, like, racial... Uh... <laughs> no, that's for those other two guys. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I forget what they called them, like, the twins or something. It was, like, muds and, like, skids or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> it was really dumb. <laughs> Luckily, they haven't put those into a toy store okay, I'll try to get a classic Starscream. Perfect. And they probably sell them at Comic Con. Let's go to the Keystone Comic Con. Go to the Keystone Comic Con. Did you see any? Tra- I didn't see any Transformers at Comic Con. Did you? I didn't notice. Yeah, there weren't too many retro toy places. There were a few. Definitely a few. I saw a box of like old Star Wars toys. Yeah. That I kind of poked through a little bit. Yep, yep. I was too busy trying to find that Pokemon Emerald. <laughs> Still can't find it. I'm sorry, Steve. It's alright. One day. Uh. But yeah, if Andy walked in and saw this, he'd be scared, but he'd also be really excited. And I think then at that point, I would hope that all of his other toys would be like, well, the secret's out. Let's just, <laughs> kill let's Andy. just go. Whoa. Right? They have to, right? So he doesn't, their secret's oh, secret out. They didn't kill Sid. <laughs> <laughs> they just scarred him for life. No one's going to believe Sid. <laughs> That's true. No one would. Could you imagine if that was like what happened? They tell him to, to play nice and then they just like slit his throat. It'd be terrifying couldn't keep a pg rating anymore no that movie's pretty dark though so it wouldn't have surprised it has me. some like adult themes it really does it's like death and like what does it mean to be alive and like all that yeah that's that's what pixar's great at but playing 
playing uh, playing stories about humans, not using humans, except for The Incredibles <laughs> and Brave. I think that's it. Uh, I think, I think there are. Oh, Coco other, also. But, Coco. No, I, no, it's a fair point though. Yeah, but I yeah, you know, you know how they do that. Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to add before we go to fun facts? Oh my gosh. Well, I should probably find some fun facts then. Well, that's great because I have some fun facts about this Ninja Turtles Next Mutation show. So this show came out in 1997 and lasted until 1998. Only got one season, 26 episodes. It got canceled. Why did it get canceled? Because it was not well received. On IMDb, it has like 4.6 stars out of 10. Was not well received at all. Because and now, their vehicle wasn't even that cool. So I remember the Turtles car being a trash truck that they converted into like this like war vehicle that like also shot, it didn't shoot pizzas, it that, so shot that's, sewer lids. Are you thinking of the one from the animated show? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So isn't yours an animation? No. So that's what I was going to go into oh, next. Yours is live action. So, right. so this was a live action show, and it was marketed as a sequel to the uh, live action films that it was taking place in the same universe as the live action. Remember those like live action Ninja Turtle films? Yeah. Oh, they were my yeah. favorite. I love those. So, so they used the same sets, and they also used the same costumes for this TV show. So it looked very, very similar. But they started having some issues with completely following the continuity, and that would make that, that's what made people really confused. So, for example, like instead of Leonardo carrying uh, two katanas, he carries a double-bladed ninjato, which is kind of like a double-bladed sword. Donatello has a metal staff instead of a wooden bow staff. Raphael, uh, his twin size combined to make a staff. And then Michelangelo's weapon of the nunchucks. Instead, he's using um, the tanfa. Do you know what the tanfa is? You've probably seen it before. Mm. That's the tanfa. I don't know how oh, okay. you like 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 kind of like a they like they're like, wooden, like a police mace. Almost. It's kind of like a police mace that you carry that blocks like your forearms. Yeah. So those were like some changes in the show. And Splinter was in the show, which I believe he died like in the movies or. Something along those lines. There was a, there was there was some kind of continuity error there in terms when it came to to not Splinter. I'm sorry, um, Shredder. That's what I meant to say. Shredder. April O'Neil and Casey Jones are not in the show at all, which a lot of Ninja Turtle fans were really upset with because they're two of like the most popular characters from the show. Mm-hmm. And the show's not called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's just called Ninja Turtles. Like they're kind of getting rid of like the mutant part, even though that car was called the Mutant Marauder. And probably one of the most famous, possibly infamous things to come out of this show was the can't the um, the character of Venus de Milo, which was a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle character that was a girl, and she was the first Ninja Turtle girl, and she was named after the statue Venus de Milo, just like the Ninja Turtles are all named after famous Renaissance artists, and she had a light blue mask. That was braided into a really long braid that basically symbolized like a ponytail. That's what it kind of looked like to make her look more feminine when compared to the original Ninja Turtles. And there was also a crossover with the Power Rangers, which I think we talked about on this episode before. I think we talked about that, yeah. Yeah. It was really funny. Yeah, there was an episode of Power Rangers in Space where they they cross over and like the ninja turtles are like bad for some reason they were getting like mind control or something yeah maybe something like that was going on and they like hacked their ship 
Yeah. And like they, they basically changed their robot to talk like a Ninja Turtle. So they'd yes. be like, Cowabunga, dude, and, and those different types of things. Some of those clips are on YouTube. It's pretty, it's worth watching. Oh, it's great. Uh, and then it got canceled. And it was canceled for like poor, um, uh, what am I trying to say? Not poor ratings, but poor um, critical reception. Yeah, like like people didn't viewers. like the way that the Ninja Turtles were oh, portrayed. Yeah, but that's what yeah. I'm thinking of. Poor portrayal of the Ninja yeah, Turtles. Yeah, it sounds like they made some changes, some significant changes. Yeah, people did not like it, and uh, so it got canceled. And then eventually, it led to like another animated show that was on like Nickelodeon, I believe, like later on in the 2000s. And then like Michael Bay tried to do live action and. Yeah, the rest is history. Uh, speaking of animated Ninja Turtles shows, so there are only two movies that I saw in theaters that I regretted going to. Like, generally, even if I'm seeing, like, a not great movie in theaters, I still don't mind. Right. But there were two movies that I thought were kind of, like, going to be, like, kind of, like, kids slash young adult movies with, like, jokes for older people. And I just was totally wrong, and they were just straight up for kids. One was the movie Hoodwinked. Uh, which I think was like a DreamWorks maybe about yeah. Little Red Riding Hood. Why did you go see that? I thought it would have like adult jokes in it. Weren't you like, you were like probably in your 20s when that came no, out. No, I was not in my 20s. I was like a late teens though. I'm going to double check that. All right. I might have been. I don't remember. Uh, no, I thought I was in high school. So, But anyway, um, the second one was the Ninja Turtles movie. It was a, an animated Ninja Turtles movie. And oh, I think I know what you're talking about. It was yeah. like straight up just a kid's show. And I was like, oh, this is just a kid's movie. I paid movie. $10 for this. Yeah, and there were no jokes for adults at all. And I was like, eh, I could they, leave. But they were not trying to cater to you. Not a bit. Hoodwink came out in 2006? Wow. I apologize, Chris. You were definitely not in your 20s. I accept your apology. Yes. Uh, Want to hear some Starscream fun facts? Heck yeah. His his original name was not going to be Starscream. What was it going to be? You'll never guess. Uh, you will never, m- ever, m- ever guess. Moonyon. That's pretty close. No, it's not. It was going to be... Ulctar. Ulctar? U-L-C-H-T-A-R. Ulctar. Ulctar. I'm glad they changed it to Starscream, because Starscream sounds so much cooler. It sounds so much cooler. Want to know what does sound cool? Some of his nicknames he had. Uh, The Silver Snake and Pretty Poison. Pretty Poison? Yeah, it doesn't make sense, right? No. So, um, in the uh, Transformers universe... The Transformers have a thing called a spark, which is kind of like... Like the AllSpark? Well, that's a special one, but like every Transformer, maybe it's not in the Michael Bay incarnation, but like they had a spark, which was like either like their soul... Like their heart kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You kind of say their heart or their soul, like yeah. what gave them life. And for some reason, I don't actually know, Starscream's was indestructible. So if he, like his body was destroyed, he could kind of like live on as a ghost uh, and possess other bodies with his spirit. And he did that in Beast Wars, which was a Transformers spinoff. I remember Beast Wars. Where he became a wasp, and he was named Wasp Scream. What? Which is pretty hard to say. The SPS Wasp Scream. Wasp Scream. Yeah, it doesn't you're right. really roll no, it off doesn't. the tongue. Wasp Scream. I loved Beast Wars. You did? They were like animals, yeah. The, the animation was like really early animation, so it looks pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Like, it definitely didn't hold up, but... Wasp Scream. Yeah. Man. Um, so a big thing of Starscream's um, in like older versions is like he was kind of like always considering overthrowing Megatron, and they didn't include that at all in his personality for the new, like live uh, Michael yeah. Bay movies. Like he's kind of a loyal second in command. Yeah, and he looks really weird in the movie too. Yeah, a lot of people are earlier. unhappy with how he looks in the movie. I think people were unhappy with everything about <laughs> those movies. <laughs> yeah, you did mention that. So uh, 
in there was a comic crossover between G.I. Joe and Transformers, and Starscream and the the G.I. Joe named Snake Eyes have a feud. Wait, do they actually fight each other? Yeah. How would a G.I. Joe fight a robot? Like so, who's a jet and has all those powers that you listed off earlier that that does not apply to here toys? Here is what I have of the description of their fight. During a battle, Starscream comes upon uh, the black-clad G.I. Joe hero, Snake Eyes, and opens fire on him. Oh, it looks like... I'm sorry. The use of the pronouns are confusing in this sentence. Yeah, I, I think Snake, Snake, Snake Eyes, Eyes opens, is the one that shoots... Snake Eyes opens fires on yeah. Starscream. Starscream right. shoots back and hurts Snake Eyes, and he puts a, gets a scar on his face. So they're basically then, just shooting each other? Yeah, they, so their original interaction is them shooting each other. And Snake Eyes ends up with a scar. And then later, Snake Eyes sneaks up on Scarscream and slashes a hole in his eye with his sword. Wow. Then tosses a grenade into the open hole. Starscream then panicked and fell off a cliff. Uh, Wait, but- how does he fall off a cliff? He's a freaking plane. He's a jet. Just <laughs> he must fly. have been a robot. He was too, he was too panicked to turn into Just a fly jet. fly away. And then before the grenade could explode, Cobra Commander came out and took the grenade out. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, why would the Cobra Commander take the grenade? Because... Starscream was fighting with the bad guys. It's Cobra Commander's. Oh, guy. Snake Eyes is bad. Sna- Snake Eyes is a good guy. Oh, okay. So Cobra, Cobra Commander was on the same size side as Starscream. Oh, I see what you're saying now. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Uh, I think my last good fun fact is that he shares a voice actor with uh, Tom Kenny. Do you know what else Tom Kenny voices? Uh, SpongeBob. That is correct. SpongeBob, yeah, SpongeBob. SquarePants. That's right. I did know that. Uh, as well as Greedo in uh, the Clone Wars, the Star Wars animated Clone Wars. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Uh, and Starscream in the animated Transformers. Huh. Good for him. He's getting around in those different franchises. Yeah. He's making some uh, making some good cheddar. Good for him. Uh, yeah, those are all the good fun facts. Awesome. Well, we're going to have to let our listeners decide who they think would win between the mutant marauder from the Ninja Turtles, not the Teenage Ninja Turtles, <laughs> And uh, a transforming Starscream. I guess we'll go with like the like the original I would Starscream. Pretty much go with the, the original. original toy. Yeah. Whenever that first. Uh, oh, did I have the year? I said. I'd be curious when that first came out because that plastic compared. Because you said that he was first in the comics. That's what that was his first debut. Yeah, and he was in the first Transformers comic. Right. Uh, but what year? So I guess like there's his. There's no I, dates on here. I'd be curious. I'll have to look up like the first Starscream toy or something like that, and I'll include that in the thumbnail for this episode. Perfect. So that way we can we can get a good idea of what he looks like, and then also I'll include a picture of the mutant marauder too, so that way people have an idea of what that looks like. Also, so hopefully everybody gets a chance to go out and uh, see Toy Story if you want to. We're not being paid by by Disney to to say that, but I mean, I wish we were. I wish we were. I'd, <laughs> I'd love some of that Disney cash, but I've heard it's I've heard it's great. I've heard so. I've, well. I've heard nothing but good things. So before we head out, real quick, uh, we have our summer tomato meter contest going on right now and toy story currently sits at a 98 percent uh on rotten tomatoes i guessed 98 percent next one is 96 percent which was guessed by emily dewey we've had a couple other movies come out since um the summer started we had men in black international which was at 24 percent ouch and the closest person to guess this was a fan of the show who usually does not get it right. So kudos to this person, Sal from Alaska. Sal from Alaska gets 21%. Oh, he's wait, a I lied. I'm sorry, oh. Al. 
No, you were 21 points different. You guessed 48.5%. That's was that the, was. was he the closest still? No, now that I see the, the numbers, I was looking at different columns. Uh, Paul and Emily Dewey both guessed 31%. So okay. they were seven they... points away. I apologize, Sal. We'll get, it's we'll still get a good you, guess, We'll Sal. get you next I time, mean... Sal. Yeah, it's still it's still good. Uh, still get. Uh, here we go, Sal. I got you, buddy. Secret Life of Pets two fifty seven percent. Sal from Alaska guessed fifty seven percent. Nice. So he got it right on the ball there. Speaking of Secret Life of Pets two, do you know who's a huge fan of the Secret Life of Pets? You? No. Yeah. Uh, Allie. I did know that. I actually just found that out recently. Like, you know, we talk about movies a lot, right? Yeah. And she's like, she like talk with movies, but like, she's not like into the like nerd or your no. like the stuff we are into. Yeah. But like. When um, Secret Life of Pets 2 was, like, showing trailers, she was, like, she was telling me about it. She's like, oh, I can't wait to see it. I love Secret Life of Pets I've one. never even seen the first one. Oh, she has. Well, I guess I'll have to watch it. <laughs> you should watch I, it with her. I just made her rewatch all the Toy Stories. I shouldn't say made her because she wanted to also. But we should watch Secret Life of Pets also. So the current standings, though, and then we'll, we'll head out of here. Uh, for the Guess the Tomato Meter contest with 108 points in first place is Emily Dewey. She, I remember she was winning last time. She's we did doing really good. Too. Second place is myself with 93 points. It's not rigged, I promise. Uh, after, I won't go through everybody, but after that in third place is Paul Dewey with 87 points. Nice. Uh, in last place is Leaf Drummond. He only has two points. Oh, Leaf, man. Yeah, Leaf, you're, you're, you're struggling a little bit there, my friend. Well, there's still but a bunch of movies left, still, right? We still got we, got we got It Chapter 2, Angry Birds, Spider-Man, Lion King, all those different types of things. So... Great summer movie season, hopefully. So far, it's it's been, I think, fine. <laughs> well, well, a great know. endorsement. Exactly. So, so that's what we're looking at. So uh, please continue to listen to our show. Please share. Um, going back to that review we got earlier, we really want it to continue to grow. So if you share, tell people, leave us reviews. It really, really helps us uh, on the iTunes rankings, and maybe one day we'll be featured, or who knows? That'd be, that'd be awesome if we get that one day. All right, so as always, please remember to subscribe, follow, and rate, and please continue to participate in our show. For the Who Would Win cast, this has been Steve. And this has been Chris. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye. More television production companies and is intended for entertainment purposes only.